Scott Jennings, and today we're talking about optimizing the contractor's professional engineer. Executive summary. Do you often need a professional engineer to facilitate the construction at your projects? Here's how to pick your engineer and to guarantee the quickest turnaround of the product you need. Needing a professional engineer. You've got traffic control, you've got concrete formwork, you've got deep excavations, you've got short trenches, you've got worker tie-offs, any number of activities where either you want a professional engineer for your own reasons, possibly safety, or maybe you're trying to check the box on your specification, which requires you to have drawings or calculations sealed by PE. PE standing for professional engineer, registered professional engineer. How to pick a PE. A uh, contractor's professional engineer, completely different from a design engineer. Design engineers uh, sit in a fancy office building, have time to produce calculations to support a permanent structure, which is going to have to be around for 10, 20, 30, 100 years. Usually, generally speaking, more conservative. Uh, yeah, a contractor's engineer, if you will, and a design engineer, they're both duly registered as engineers in the state of whatever, but the mindset is generally different. As a contractor, you need things now. As a design engineer, well, we've got 45 days to do the submittal review and uh, back on a, another project he's working on. Well, we don't really have to kick out the design for another six months until the 30% drawings are due. A contractor's engineer senses urgency. And if you're a contractor, you are also passing on that urgency to him or her. Contractor work, it's a contractor's professional engineering work is usually of a temporary nature and it requires a different value of loading you know you're allowed to buy ASCE you know you're allowed to put if you're doing a structure you're allowed to put temporary loads on on timber or steel things like this so the loading is different the engineering is different and uh, the risk portfolio if you will is different for a permanent structure design engineer and a temporary structure design engineer pick a professional engineer that has worked with contractors or maybe he was a contractor before and this person you're picking uh, in the past has worked at the speed you need him or her to work at and uh, knows all the things that go on on a construction site. Go to this engineer's office, look for boots on the ground, talk to him or her and, and get a sense of whether or not he or she's going to work at the speed you need, which is usually now. Quick turnaround. So I've been harping on that already here in the first couple minutes, but if you've already selected a PE based on the previous things I just said, you can do yourself one better by preparing responsibly and thoroughly for your engineer. That means, if possible, do all of his work. Well, that's what I hired him for, Scott. Well, I don't care. Do you want it back quick or do you want it back a week or two or four weeks later? If you've already done 100 of these things and you already know what it looks like, draw it up. Write everything up you can. Throw on the title sheet and give a little space for him to stamp it. Ideally, that's what you want to do is do everything ahead of time for the engineer. If you want it back quickly, if you don't, then just you know provide minimal information and let your engineer work on it. But uh, you want it back quickly, right? So do as much as you can. If you're new to actually preparing for a professional engineer to help you with something, here are some things you can do to help yourself get back a good-looking package, a complete package, and a quick package. Number one. General background. I'm not on the job site if I'm the engineer. I don't know what's going on. If there's some background you need to provide me, at least tell me what you need. I need to have you do engineering formwork for a 14-foot clarifier wall. 
I need you to help me comply with OSHA in providing engineered tie-off for an employee uh, who's working over there by a trench. He's tying off to a concrete block. Tell me what we're doing in a short paragraph. Provide a full package. If you already know what you want to build and you're somewhat certain it'll work, draw it up. Like I said before, from a speed point of view, if you provide a 100% ready-to-go submittal to just put a stamp on the front, yeah, maybe you're still paying 500 bucks, 2,000 bucks, 5,000 bucks, but you got it back in a day. And the engineer is taking a lot of risks, so don't think that you're, you're getting something, uh, you're paying two, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 for nothing. At the end of the day, the engineer is going to bed at night worrying that, that something may happen. And he probably carries insurance, and that costs a lot of money. So pay up, you got it back in a day, and be happy. Uh, materials you have. If you have 2x6 lumber and W12 beams, and that's what you need to use, tell your engineer. Otherwise, he's going to design it with something that probably isn't at hand. It's going to take uh, days or weeks to get there, and that probably doesn't work with your schedule. Engineered data. If you're using a particular type of wood or a particular anchor bolt or some sort of product which has engineered data already associated with it, give it to the engineer. He's going to use it to actually back up his calculations, and then he'll attach it within the submittal to you. Project specs. If you're making a submittal to comply with project specifications, provide the submittal. If it's got three items in there that, that need to be done, the engineer can uh, discreetly address the specification section and those paragraphs that, that you need to comply with. Drawings. Don't provide the whole drawing set. Uh, unless it's not a big set, go ahead. But if there are particular drawings that this um, activity is um, addressing, provide just the drawings which are applicable. If you provide the whole set, that's fine. But again, try to make it as simple as you can for your engineer and say, okay, well, I gave you the whole drawing package. It's 100 pages, but really I need you to look at pages 62 to 66. Due date. Is this due now? I mean, you got guys standing around on the side of a trench right now waiting. Or can this wait a month? Ideally, give notice. Everyone appreciates notice in anything they do. And then lastly, who's building it? Who's the supervisor for this work? Uh, is he competent? Is he honest? Does he take shortcuts? My story. I like the who's building it question. Uh, I always like to know who's building it. And ideally, if I can talk to the superintendent, I can ask, all right, well, hey, I'm going to draw it up this way. How are you actually going to build it? Well, you know, you're drawing it up with, you know, two by sixes. I'm going to use two by fours. Uh, you're saying the water flow is going to be this. Well, I've seen it higher than that, you know, on this bypass. If you get the actual superintendent in the room who's going to build the thrust block, form the wall, um, you know, erect the temporary structure or the formwork, um, bring that person into the room. It's always a good idea to talk with the guy actually building what's going to uh, be down in the hole for an hour a day or a year or whatever it is. I've stamped many submittals, plans, and calculations for contractors and the best ones, like I mentioned before, the ones who basically did as much of the work as possible for me because then I can tweak it, uh, possibly supplement it, and then I can stamp it quickly and get it back because I know that's what you need. What's good about the contractor's engineer is we understand there's no points for pretty. A lot of times calculations come in on graph paper with a pencil and a straight edge, and at the end of the day, the contractor is just looking for something to submit, which will gain the approval and keep the job rolling from whomever, the owner, the construction manager, OSHA, whatever it may be. I've seen a lot of showing designs done with pencil and graph paper. My biggest strength is probably time sensitivity. I mean, if your operation is shut down because you need a stamp on a drawing of a 150-pound worker tied off to a two-ton concrete block, 
uh, tell me. I might I may be able to turn something around, you know, in an hour if that's what you need. And and I think the best thing about a a contractor's engineer is speed. Uh, you're not going to get that out of you know these um, big design firms. But if you find the right guy out there, you can uh, turn things around in an hour or a day or whatever you need. Work safe. Mm-hmm.